The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. Let's get you an update on what's happening with IHG, the hotels group. Just want to see what the number is before we talk to the CEO. Uh, stock out of the gate this morning, a little softer, down by 1.19%. I want to put that in context. IHG has had a huge run up over the last few months. And as a result of which, I think the, the beating expectations maybe, maybe isn't enough. Let's find out. Uh, the IHG CEO, Eli Malouf, joins us now to talk about the numbers. Great to see you. Thanks very much, uh, indeed, for taking some time to join us this morning. Eli, let, let's focus first in on, on what we should be looking at here this morning. What is it? You've beaten. The numbers look good. The market is, is clearly looking at that, but I think it's maybe concerned as well about the fact that we're seeing a little bit of a RevPAR roll-off. Where should we be focused this morning in terms of the biggest tell on what is happening with the business? Well, look, first I want to thank our teams around the world for delivering really what was an excellent set of results for 2023. You know, we, straw, we saw strong demand around the world. RevPAR was up 16% for the year, 8% in the fourth quarter, uh, and we're still growing all of our brands. We opened 275 hotels around the world. We signed over 550 into our pipeline with one of the strongest fourth quarters on record. Uh, operating profit up 23% year over year for the first time over a billion. EPS up 33%. Put us in a position to return a billion dollars to shareholders yep. last year between dividend and buyback. And we we're going to return over a billion this year. So really, I think it's a strong set of performance across the entire set of results. But really, it's powered by real strong business model. Brand portfolio that's iconic yep. and a strong, innovative, leading enterprise that compounds okay. growth for shareholders. The thing is, and you're going to know this, the share price has run up a lot. The market is now expecting a lot. It's seen how you can deliver. It's priced that in. My question is, You've just talked about the great business model. You've just talked about your fantastic stuff. Can you sustain this kind of a growth rate going forward from here? Should we be worried about the consumer? Should we be worried about what's happening in China? How sustainable is the performance you've delivered over the last couple of years going into the next couple of years? I think you have to look at the fundamentals. First of all, what powers our industry is the growth of GDP around the world and the growth of middle class around the world. And that continues. If you look in the United States, uh, consumer still in very good shape. GDP growth continues. Um, wage growth continues. Job growth in January was double what was expected. Government spending on CHIPS Act, IRA, Infrastructure Act is strong. And that's been powering travel. And there's still some tailwinds to come into the United States from recovery of international travel and still some business and groups and meetings recovery to happen. If you move over to China, and I'm glad you raised the question, you know, we've been over in China for over 50 years. I was just there in September, spent a whole week with our teams. Got to look at the fundamentals of a $20 trillion economy. Uh, we just finished the lunar year, uh, you know, uh, holiday. It was a record, 19% yep. more travel than 2019. So while some sectors in China, we understand, are taking a pause, travel and hospitality is still very strong. Two key statistics you got to keep in mind about China. First, 
Over the 10 years, projections are for the middle class to expand by 200 million people. If you put it in context, in the United States, the middle class is 100 million. This is 200 million people growing to the middle class. Second key statistic, rooms per capita, hotel rooms per capita in China is one-seventh what it is in the United States. When I joined the company 10 years ago, it was one-tenth. So it's more than doubled. And we continue to close that gap as the middle class grows and travels. Well, Ellie, uh, Kriti Gupta in London here. When you're talking about that wage growth, though, and how that factors into the end consumer, I imagine it also eats into your margins a little bit. Talk to us about the wage story, specifically in Europe, where some of your revenue numbers are actually coming in a little light. What's happening in this part of the world? We had we had a very strong year in RefPAR growth in Europe last year. And yes, there's been some wage growth, not just in Europe, but also in the United States. Uh, those things have frankly leveled off. You've seen inflation leveled off. You've seen interest rates level off. But you've also seen some strong rates, strong hotel rates. And from a hotel operation point of view, and really that's the P&L at the hotel operator point of view, we don't hold that P&L's ISG as an asset light company. But at the hotel operating level, you need about $1 of revenue growth for $3 of cost. And that strong rate growth that's happened in Europe and in the United States over the last couple of years has more than made up really for the uh, for the wage growth and other inflationary measures. But I think we've seen inflation level off in Europe. It never was a problem in China. It's leveled off in the United States. So the environment has improved from that point of view. You're talking about China a lot. We're talking as well about kind of increases and strength and or lack thereof, I should say, when it comes to the Asia Pacific region, when it comes to hotel, things like construction, specifically hotel construction. Ellie, if we're talking about this rates environment that is potentially increasing for the hotel space in the last couple of years, how does that translate to the construction business in terms of expansion? Well, you had a period post-pandemic between supply chain issues interest rate increases, labor shortages that did drive construction costs higher in most markets around the world. Uh, that's really leveled off. Supply chain issues have been mostly resolved. Inflation has, le has leveled off. Interest rates have come down. Uh, but the stronger room rates have made up for much of it. And so we've seen, if you look at in our openings last year, up 16% uh, year over year. Our signings up 26% one of our strongest records of signings in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, 50% growth year over year in signings in the fourth quarter. That's really a demonstration of the confidence that our owners and investors have in all of our brands that are growing in our hospitality business and growing with ISG. So it was a little bit difficult coming out of the pandemic, but the trajectory is improving. Ellie, I'm listening to you. You're painting a really positive picture. Do you think the Fed needs to cut rates right now? If you look at the US economy, and you look at the strength that they're seeing, do you think this is an economy that needs rate cuts? The consumer is absolutely surging, particularly in the service space. Service inflation remains very elevated. Is this an environment where you think we need lower rates? You know, we'll leave rate decisions to the Fed and to, uh, and to those experts. Okay. You know, we, look at, we look at the broad strength of the U.S. economy and the long-term trends. Um, there's still a lot of white space to grow in that market. We look at the uh, look at the GDP growth. We look at the wage growth. We look at the low unemployment, the job growth that's being reported. And 
frankly, has strengthened the manufacturing, the technology industries, the services industries continue to grow. You have some sectors that are going a little bit slower. But the great thing about the U.S. economy is when some sectors grow, get a little slower, some other sectors pick up. Artificial intelligence is employing a lot of people and growing productivity. So there are many sectors that are driving the economy when some slow down. And really long term, the fundamentals for travel and hospitality in, that, in the U.S. economy are are pretty healthy. This year, the forecasters are still expecting growth in travel and in ref part of the United States, so we're generally optimistic. Final quick question as well from me. Any impact from what we're seeing in, in the Red Sea, any impact from what we're seeing in terms of the uh, Israeli-Hamas conflict that, that is currently underway right now? It's feeding out into the rest of the sector. Is that impacting travel to the Middle East? Are you seeing any impact in Dubai or Oman or other places within the region? Now, well, first of all, look, it's a tragic situation. We all hope for you know, an end to the hostilities and to the suffering. Uh, clearly, in the immediate conflict areas where we have a few hotels but not that many, we've seen an impact. And thankfully, our colleagues and our, and our guests have been held safe, and that's really our primary concern. As you move to where most of our business is, which is closer to the Gulf, um, we really haven't seen much of an impact. I'm going there next uh, month for a week visit, and... Uh, our developments continue to grow. Travel has continued. There's, there was an initial, you know, concern and pause, but things have resumed in a positive direction. Uh, we hope that the conflict subsides, but our business has not really been fundamentally impacted so far. All right. IHG CEO Ellie Malouf, thank you so much for joining the program. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.